now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Big Warren Zevon guy. I thought this was Frank Zappa for the longest time. Menu in his hand. Are they the only two classic rock artists with Z names? Zappa and Zevon? I can think of another one. Black Zabbath? Werewolves of London. J. Z. Hey, what did Chase Young do to the Commanders? Zach Brown Band is what the texture says. Zach Brown Band did what? I just met a girl with a Zach Brown tattoo. Obviously, it was in cursive on her arm. Duh. Warren Zevine used to sit in for Paul Schaefer on the Late Late Show with David Letterman. Did he now? That's cool. He's super good. I like Dave Letterman. Big Dave Letterman mark. He's the best to ever do it. We don't even need to do an I-9 Varsity because he's the best ever. You know why he's the best? Because he didn't want it. It was thrust upon him, and he took advantage of the situation. David Letterman? That makes a good president. The president should not want to be president. Anybody who wants to be president is suspect to me. I don't think you're correct as far as not wanting it. I think he wanted it real bad. No, he wanted... Once he started... He wanted the Tonight Show. That's what he wanted bad once he got started. But when he started, he didn't want it. He mm. was perfectly happy just doing stand-up. Mm. You know, I think everything's a work. Sure. I think this is a work. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, who wants fame and fortune and millions and millions of dollars? Well, he got that. Yeah. And and his best friend also got it? And you're going to tell me they both weren't in on it? Who's his best friend? Jay Leno. Are they best friends? Yeah. Mm. They both were doing stand-up at Polly Shore's mom's stand-up club. She's nice. And they were like, let's both go. Warren Zevon died in 2003. Had the mesothelioma van. That's a bummer. Yeah. Did he call that 1-800 number from the commercials? People aren't dying from that like they used to because they all have already died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just about an hour away from... Same thing with the Corvids. The them Corvids 19s, so many people died from it. They're like, there's not enough people to die from it anymore. It has been a little bit of a headache to schedule my COVID-19 and flu shot combo pack. It's been a little bit of a headache. Are you going to do it this, this weekend? Yeah. It's, well, I should be on the list. Mm. You can't just show up? No. Hey, they're doing them right next to our office. You can just walk in. Literally the building right next to our office. They give you the little Corvid booster boys right there. Our studio or our office? Our office office. 
Right next door they do them. That's where I got mine. All right, man, we'll go check it out. Game one of the World Series was the least watched in recorded history. Recorded history? Fox averaged 9.17 milli for the game telecast. It's only the sixth World Series game that didn't attract at least 10 million viewers. We told you Rob Manfred is going to be in shambles from this matchup. By the way, except for the end of game two, where the D-backs were blowing them out, it's been a really good series so far. Only for baseball fans, though. Yeah, I am one. Yeah. I'm one of those. I love that game. There's no hook for, like, everyday fan. Especially now that Adelise Garcia's hurt. He's not even going to play. Well, here's the, people just met him, too. It's not even like yeah. people aren't going to miss him. It's not like Albert Pujols went out. Who's that? See? <laughs> you need at least one New York, the city, not the state. And you need at least one California team in every World Series moving forward. Oh, they're gonna they're gonna fix it after this one. There's not gonna be a small market series for another twenty years. What was the last Kansas City and no one watched it? Twenty fifteen with the Royals? No one was then on that. The Royals Giants? This article that I'm reading is from ESPN. Which is super sour grapes on the World Series. I don't know if you watch any of that ESPN stuff. Yeah, I mean. But they're like, we're not talking about this at all. Instead, we're telling you about James Harden being traded. And we're telling you about Travis Kelsey's Instagram. And we're telling you about uh, football players with hangnails or whatever. It's almost as if they have a vested interest in football right now. Huh. It's weird. Almost like they have a bunch of money wrapped up into it. You know, the more people would have watched the World Series if Taylor Swift was dating Max Scherzer. Like, I mean. That's well, obvious, yes. Well, it's obvious. Dan- Daniel Vogelbach or GTFO. Why are you talking about my hero like that? He's a hero. Also this, if you really care about ratings on stuff and you're not like a network executive, like get a, get a different hobby. But it's kind of. An interesting conversation to have. I'm going to watch it no matter what. As a baseball fan, as a sports fan whose baseball is his favorite, I'm going to watch it no matter what. And it's fantastic so far. Well, it's such a regional. Games one and three have been captivating. Yeah. But it's so regional. That's what I'm saying. There's not a single team in the East Coast. That time zone, not represented. You know where most people live? Sure. They just don't care. I mean, Phoenix has like three and a half million people. Dallas has like, what, two and a half million people? That's enough people. Those numbers seem low. You don't have the Yankees. You don't have the Dodgers. Phoenix And has, you don't have the Astros to hate. Phoenix No has, one's hate watching this. Phoenix has about five million people. That does? Yeah. That's impressive. Good job. <laughs> Is it like all the way to Prescott or just, yeah, just I, Phoenix? Well, I did the Metro. Okay. And Dallas in the Metro is about six and a half. So, I mean, you're looking at a lot of people. And not even they watched it. Not even they watched <laughs> not it. Not even all of them watched it. 
Texas is going for their first World Series. The D-backs, their second. Like, this should be captivating. Friday night of Halloween weekend, not the TV viewing time. No, 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 no. Or throw on your costume, go to the game. We were at Howie's last night. Hell yeah, we were. So hard. That was the... What's the best way to say what I'm trying to say? Least rowdy crowd. It was a good crowd. They were partying out from the Halloween weekend. Yeah. They was there for the fellowship and the boys. Also, people had like... Halloween isn't like a Monday night football party. We had the Monday night football regulars. We had a couple curious newbies. Mm-hmm. A couple new friends of the show, which is yeah. really exciting. Also, Love that so much. New enemies of the show. That's for an off-the-air story. Okay. So, <laughs> Halloween Eve isn't the biggest Monday night football night. It's going to be crazy next week. We're going to get crazy again on Howie Sports Page. We're going to rage at the page with the Monday Night Maniacs. Come and hang out. The next, next Monday's matchup is a good one. Also, we don't have to do radio next Monday. That's pretty cool. Which is pretty cool. I'm Ubering for sure then. Hey, Marie, since we don't have to do radio next Monday, you want to come to Howie's? No. It's, again, it's, you could easily say yes. You didn't even think about it. It's just the default snap answer every time. We, we're, we're actually throwing you a surprise going away party. Well, that's not till April. No, no, no. We want to get it. Monday we, we want you. We want you to leave earlier. We invited everyone we know with a with a Brent code. <laughs> well, my last day is March 29th. With a Brentwood area code. You march on out of here. 87112. Who plays next Monday? The Jets? I think Jets Chargers Sunday night. Jets Chargers Monday night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's that that matchup's the business. What was that? Oh yeah, what was that? That was one of uh, the six primetime games Aaron Rodgers was supposed to play in. Their Jets are playing in six <laughs> primetime games. Whoops. There's weirder stuff out there. One time I saw a werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand. Walking down the streets of Soho in the rain. You want me to keep going on that band? No, nah, you don't. Ah, woo. That's not the next lyric. That's what he says. Yeah, I agree. This is like the least hardest I've ever gone for Halloween. I only dressed up one day. I'm going to friggin' work on my house instead of going out and getting weird tonight. A couple of years ago, I had six different outfits because I'm so of the season. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. Love it. Usually. Got me in a transition period this year. Amory, you know they don't celebrate Halloween in England where you're about to find out. What? How do you know? They never... I don't think that's true. Oh, yeah? I feel like I could tell you a lot of just made-up stuff about England for the next six months, and you're going to be like, yeah. This is only four months. If we only have four Um, months... Trick-or-treating started in the UK. That's not true. I believe it started in Salem, Massachusetts. And I believe it's because there, there was a horseman, but he was headless. I Low-key, I don't know the origin of Halloween. If, like, I'm a pretty smart guy. I'm pretty versed in some mm-hmm. stuff. I have no clue. Fish and chips, Amory? Yeah. Not from England. Not from England. Fish and chips are not. That's a true one. That's a true one. Nothing to do with Halloween. 
It's a true one. Celtic Festival. What is Celtic? That's where Halloween started from the Celtics. It's Irish, brother. Ah, it's Gaelic. What? Hold on. It's 2023. A pagan religious celebration to welcome the harvest and the end of the summer when people would light bonfires and wear costumes to ward off ghosts. All right, there you go. You didn't know that? No, I absolutely did not know Why that. Did you not? You, we do this every year. Every year we have a Halloween. Now, where is where is Celtic? That's not in England. We talk about the LGBTQ lick people. Where do Celts live? Can you dress up Darby tonight and send me a picture? I do have a uh, alligator costume. I'm That's not sure if it's a thing. Darby Gator or a Crocodarb. I'm not sure which one he's going to be. I'm going to teach him how to hold a candy right, bucket in his you, little dumb mouth. You could put you could put a hat on top of him, like a Outback hat. He could be Crocodile Darby. That's a good one. Okay, hey, Amory, feel free to laugh at that one. That was a good one. Where can I get a? Where can I get a uh, crocodile hunter adjacent hat at seven fifteen? Well, there's there's two places. There's the hat shop. That's on third. There's hats the hat of, shop. Hatsutopia. That's on third. Okay. It's actually the hats the hats uh, district down on third. What about uh, hats hats hats? Have we done that one yet? Um, buy a hat from, from Darby and they'll climb in the hammock with you. What's the hatarama hours? Two men on 95 FM and AM 610. Three sports animal. It's astounding. Time is fleeting. Madness takes its toll. But listen closely. I recognize this song. Not for very much longer. We put this show on. Sell out. Doing the time hey, Marie, you and I weren't really friends whenever me and Van put on the Rocky Horror Picture Show at the El Rey Theater. No, it wasn't at the El Rey, at the Lobo Theater. Lobo Theater. What year was that? Their first sellout. Yeah, it was their first sellout. During the Corvids. It was right after, so it would have been, I had already had COVID. So this would have been 2021. Mm -hmm. Well. We did the whole thing. And a step to the right. Both Max Scherzer and Adelise Garcia are out for the rest of the World Series. Oh, no. That's a bummer. Give it to the Diamondbacks. It's over. Congratulations to the Arizona Diamondbacks. Trying to hand it over so bad. Amory, how would you incorporate drones into Halloween? Hmm. Drones? Mm-hmm. You're good at them. No you go, idea. ugh. That's you the whole day. Yeah. Just droning through the oh, program. Oh, God. Ugh. I have to do radio until March. <laughs> like that? Does that sound like you? Just like me. I also didn't start working here until August 2021, so I might have missed your production or uh, not even known who you are. Well, we definitely did in October of 21. Oh, so that was fresh. I was hmm. fresh here. Are you a Rocky Horror person? Are you one of oh, those? Oh, yeah. Also, yeah. we met before you started working here. A month before. Well, I'm just saying. At the end of, like, two weeks before. 
Okay. Still counted. I think Fred's love was... That was actually a really... Um, it's a really good story when you guys came to my NBA roast, you and Jared Hart. Jared Hart, who's the production director. Like, he does all the programming here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's trying to hire me. So he, he, He's way more talented than us two combined. No. Not Amory. So he was like, Fred, go with me to scout this gal. Her name's... A. Marie. And I said, are you saying that correctly? That's not a real name. He said, is that how you pronounce no. that? It is a stage name. You mean Anne Marie? Anne Marie. Oh, that's a real name. Anna Maria is my favorite. Anna Maria is a good So one. he was like, listen, she's hosting this comedy NBA roast at Frank's Chicken and Waffles. And I go, ha, 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 what's really happening? That's what it was. <laughs> He's he like, goes, no, 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 no. Seriously. He goes, no. He goes, and Fred got a VIP table there. We, me and Jared did. And Jared, they didn't, they pulled out like some wine from somewhere. You guys just looked like the VIP table. They and gave they, you an iced bucket of wine and yeah. a, I don't know, it was just, it was and I brought like, you had Van, to be there. Van, I brought shooters to mix into my Kool-Aid. I'm not joking. Smart. Because I knew I was going to the chicken waffles place. And I was like, well, they'll dead ass have good Kool-Aid. Which Kool-Aid did you get? Red. Cool. And yeah. we were roasting like Kenny purple. Thomas. Yeah. And um, Jared didn't show up. Yeah, he, he stood you up. He stood you up for the roast. And then... Um, and Robert Buck D. Gibson was there. He was like the co-host of the thing. Yeah, more people knew about Kenny Thomas and when he played than the actual NBA Finals that was going on during the roast, the Bucks versus the Suns. And you guys, they were doing some sort of like... There was like other comedians that weren't like Amory or Robert Gibson funny. Like, no offense to whoever was on the show. I'm not trying to be offensive. No, I just thought... They just weren't sports-centric. No, we just did comedians before the roast. Yeah. And they the the show ended up being the comedians roasting each other and how they don't know about sports. So, the like, whatever it was, it was like Frank of uh, Frank's Chicken and Waffles was like, hey, I will give a free meal to any comedian that can name a team playing like in the NBA Finals. And they're all like... <laughs> That's funny. I used to do that show in New York, and it was really good. Me and, like chicken and waffles? No, no, no. Not I, invented in the American South. Should, ooh. Yeah. It's Dutch. It's Dutch. Mm-hmm. Oh. They used to put a pulled chicken and gravy on it. So we're scouting a Marie, and we're like, should we hire her to work at the sports animal? You know, that's the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. So we're sitting in the corner, and we're like, as a Marie described, very VIP-y. So then Amory and Robert Gibson are doing the roast and we're me and Jared Hart in the back and we're wearing like white guy clothes, like suit jackets. I don't know what we're wearing. Right. It's like a hipster. And then like both of us. Yeah. 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 We're both. we And then so Amory and mustache glasses. Robert Gibson start making like Blues Brothers jokes about us because we're the only white guys in this aside from Amory, who's a lady. Was Kyle there? And I- a- so yeah, it's Kyle's me, and me and Jared, and then Kyle back in, in the back corner. That's when Kyle, yeah, he was afraid to like be seen. What's Kyle's favorite color of Kool Aid? Good question. Oh, he loves the blue. And why is it blue? Oh, that's what I was gonna ask. Let's hear. I don't know. He just loves it. I don't know. So long story short, Van, it was a bad recommendation because now Amory's quitting. So Robert Gibson already <laughs> quit. Amory now quitting. <laughs> oh for two, we went on Frank. You Tristan can never have that day back. Good thing you had some delicious Kool-Aid and some minis you snuck in. Yeah, but here's the thing. They wouldn't serve us food either. They told us the kitchen was closed, but it wasn't closed. That's because so they were funny. They were serving other people of 
that did not look like me and Jared. <laughs> I go, has Amory invited us to like the reverse racist like chicken and waffles place? Like, are we not getting? They're we like, can't oh, get. We can't get waffles or chicken. This isn't for you, white boys. That's what they said. Yeah, this isn't for you. And Jared had ordered like a wine. They- they don't even sell wine there. They found a wine bottle they in the found back it. of the closet Because they had somewhere. catered something or yeah, something. Yeah, because they, ha- they only sell beer. Oh, so stupid. And it was so... <laughs> and everyone's like, how come this guy's getting bottle service? Yeah, and they they didn't even have like a champagne bucket. They put, in, they put it in a mop bucket. No one probably cares, but it was good. Well, we have all these stories for the next four months before you quit. Quitter. Are you going to work for BBC One? Is that the plan? No. When you get over there, you're going to do radio. Going to do Americanized radio in in England? No. You're going to do it on the Queen's radio. We'll see what happens. What does that mean? I don't know what's going to happen with radio, but I'm definitely doing stand up full time again. Thank God. You you do stand up full time here. Okay, so <laughs> I don't consider. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't want to get into this. As your manager, I feel like I could really swell you. We could slide a mo- lot of money into mommy's pockets. Don't ever say that line again. If, <laughs> if we had you booked out on your going away tour. I, guess, I got some people in London. We would call it the please go away tour. And the idea is everyone that wants to roast A. Marie would show up. We would mic the crowd. And then they just go at it. We should have a roast before she leaves. The roast of A. Marie? Mm-hmm. We do the... All right, so it's the please go away tour, and it's A. Marie hey. being asked to go away by all these people it's roasting gonna her. Like, ro- it's going to be like Viking jokes and dead mom jokes. But in what order? That mm-hmm. do, do, do. Wayne's on the phone. Friend of the show, Wayne? Yeah. Now, if he's calling to say goodbye to you, he can come on the show. If he, he wanted to, He was sorry to see me go. All right, but if he hits us with a na 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 on the Lobos, then you're I in trouble. He yeah. Here we go. All right, Wayne friend, also a very good liar. Yes, friend of the show, Wayne. Welcome. Uh, you have a moment here with a Marie. Oh no, I always bring the truth. I can't believe you just called me a liar. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the deal. I, you know, I I do have some thoughts. Of course, I'm going to miss a Marie. She's cool. She's good for Albuquerque radio. But you know, I wanted to switch gears a little bit because you know, not that. Food talks is not cool, but uh, I'm just thinking a lot about New Mexico State and the football program and just how they're rolling and just kind of putting it on the scales of Lobos on one side and State on the other. And uh, I think the bottom line is this. If the Lobos... Oh, we definitely lost Wayne. Oh, Wayne. That sucks. Wayne. Or did you hang up on him? You're on to something. You're on to something there. I was on to something. There is a juxtaposition between the Aggies and the Lobos, but I am not one who can embrace the it's one or the other mentality. It has to be. Why not both? Sure. That's what I always say. I say, why not both? Give me both New Mexico State and your UNM Lobo football teams. Now, I know what Wayne was going to lose to. Sorry to cut you off, man. He's going to talk about, hey, the new conference. He's going to talk about, hey, the level of competition. I get it. Give me give me like two more years, Lobo fam. I need two more years for my football team to get right at the University of New Mexico. Yeah, I mean, it's it's no coincidence that 
the Lobos beat two teams that beat New Mexico State. That's how evenly matched they are. But also, he is kind of on to something. If he was going to to mention the conference, Mexico State's beating a bunch of teams that I've never heard of. I don't know what these schools are. Scraping by Louisiana Tech. What is a FIU, guys? What's a FIU? What is it? Uh, f- figure it up. Whenever you have to, it's whenever you have to tie a couch to the top of a. Truck. Also, you play the schedule in front of you. You win the games against the opponent that shows up in New Mexico State. They've been doing that, including against your Lobos, Albuquerque. I'm about it. We preview the World Series when we get back. Tuning on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal. One goal. Nona Ryder, pretty cute. Gina Davis, super cute. Michael Keaton, super cute. Wait, what? Wayne joins the show. Welcome back. All right, it's the same Wayne. Is it a different Wayne? Is it a different Wayne? You didn't. You didn't specify. Insane in the Wayne brain. Insane in the Wayne. Yeah, D- we got you, D2. What's up, brother? Welcome back. Okay, yeah, I was kind of, I was going to pull in my point. My point is this. You know, I, I just heard what you said about how, why can't we have both teams be interesting and exciting? And I'm, I'm on board with that. But what I would say is this. If the Lobos just can't get their four conference victories this season just four just to have like an okay season not great um if we can't even pull that off i really do hope that and i can say this because i don't have beers with eddie nunez after a tough loss um i think they really need to look at it i think they need to move some major pieces on the chessboard and if they're not moving the division piece and i know they won't they should probably look at the conference piece because I do think that I agree with you. I think that there's a lot of parity between the Lobos and the Eggies. And why would we not then follow their lead, go to Conference USA and prove that there, there's a lot of parity? Because I do think that that might be a better fit. I just don't know what we bring to Mountain West, and I don't really know anymore what they bring to us. All the other sports? Yeah, it's all the other sports. Yeah, all the other sports. Basketball. Yeah, very competitive. Softball. Yeah, and that's why I do think that I'm more into the 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 division piece than the conference piece. That's a good point. I mean, I get it. I I super get it. The four conference wins would be great, man. I would (laughs) be about that life. It's tough. UNLV will be tough. Boise State will be tough. Fresno State will be tough. Utah State will be tough. You know, and it's, yeah. you know, it's a team. And I don't know when you say move chess pieces is exactly what you're talking about, but I think of that conversation about Danny Gonzalez, I'm just not there. I just don't know if I look out into the world of possible candidates and go, hey, there is a better option in fill in the blank. Well, I think that Danny Gonzalez is, it's not been awful, but he's, he has definitely missed the chance to close the deal on some wins just to, just to yeah. show that, that we are competitive, but I, I, the big problem I have is just 
when you look at the salary of Jerry uh, Kill and then you look at Danny's salary, I just think they're getting a lot of bang for the buck. You're talking about State getting the bang. Oh, yeah, State. They're getting a deal on their football coach. Uh, uh, New Mexico, we are paying a lot for our coach. The kill deal, I think, is like three million over three years. That might not be correct. Three million over five years. Is that right? Three million oh. over five. Oh, he's getting paid significantly less than our guy. So Danny, my understanding, makes like seven hundred thousand dollars ish. So it looks like Kill made five hundred fifty last year. That's pretty close. Close enough. That's pretty close. UNM's a bigger well, school. Nick Albuquerque makes twelve million. Albuquerque's a bigger city. Mountain West is a bigger I'm conference. He should make more. Danny's bringing in more than seven hundred. Oh, all in, I had, the, all I had was a Google search. Yeah, this is from. I don't. I, I don't know what this website is. HeroSports.com. No, all right. So the Santa Fe New Mexican says it's seven hundred thousand dollars a year. So I, I'm going to go with that because that's the source that would have vetted it. I didn't. He got a raise in 2023 to seven hundred twenty-five thousand. So he's making seven hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. Okay. Well, I do have to say that I, I think that still, even though the, the gap is smaller than I thought, I, I just think that they're getting a really good deal for their coach. And, uh, you know, if we do go a different way, I just I just know they're inevitably going to pay more money for trying somebody else. And I do think that maybe we need to work things out with Danny more, but I, I just don't get the way salaries are negotiated at these you know, these more humble schools that are trying to play Division One ball. I got a list here. Good call, Wayne, by the way. I got a list Thanks. here of Nick Saban, 11.4 milli. Dabo Sweeney, 10.8 milli. I mean, I'd have to assume we're pretty far down the list with both of our guys. I don't see a bottom of the list, though. So that's this isn't actually the resource I hoped it would be. Oh. Well, we do want more for both Albuquerque and Las Cruces. Congratulations so far. I hope they close it out. Okay. I, I Well, I agree. I hope both of them end up yeah. doing really, really well. I have the list. When we're going to cut you loose while I cut through this list, but good call, brother. So okay. the lowest paid – all right, let's see if I can find Danny on this list. It's going to be close if he's not on it. Okay, so the 10th lowest paid guy in D1 coaching – is six hundred and fifty one thousand dollars. Okay. So that's I mean right around there. I mean we're talking Danny's not near the top here. A guy named Tim Albin at Ohio. Okay. Joe Moorhead at Akron, six hundred and twenty. Timmy Chang of Hawaii, six hundred thousand. Jerry Kill New Mexico State, six hundred thousand. Casey Keeler, Sam Houston State, six hundred thousand. Chris Creighton, Eastern Michigan, five ninety. Church Martin, Miami of Ohio, five seventy five. Scott Loeffler, Bowling Green, no clue, five hundred sixty. Kenny Burns, Kent State, five hundred twenty. Terry Bowden, UL Monroe, four thirty five. So Danny is like more than likely a bottom fifteen guy. More than likely, although this list here only goes to ten. I don't think a call or an opinion or an idea about the dollars is an appropriate conversation. I think. If you want one of the the bigger names, which guess what? 
we're not getting. That's right. going to take significantly more money. Significantly more. And let's focus more on infusing money into the program for NIL. That's your conversation. Sport, you yeah. have to buy the best players now. 505 Sports Ventures about that. Oh, Amor, my bad. We had another call. I'm so sorry. Friend of the show, Art, joining us. Art, my bad. I'm being on a hold so long, brother. Welcome to the show. No, no, you're fine. No, I just, I'm calling. I'm kind of saying I'm probably with another caller, but my, my thing is if you're so-called Ray Corbeck is doing that rough, why in the world, for me, why would you stick with him? When definitely because he doesn't have it, then you have a person that's been pushing this guy. I'm sorry, Danny. Wherever you make it, that's not the problem. Problem is that coaching, and you can't stick with something that's not working. That's pretty dumb. But I think he should have set that other guy down and let the person go at it, because. Right now, he looks like pretty bad by making a dumb prediction. And to be honest with you, I don't see another win for them. Not if they're going to play like this off and on, off and on. That's not going to – the math is not going to work out. Yeah, half but by I, half, yeah. I do, do think that there has to be a serious look in the mirror from Nunez and say, listen – this is not working. We have a very small window, very, very small window. I think you could still probably get a chance to, to go up, but they got to start winning right now and not be embarrassed by a coach that doesn't have not even three-eighths of the resources down south, and his kids are playing for him. These guys, they might play for him, but they're not playing. And something needs to be done. I'll listen in. Thanks, guys. Good call from Art. Yeah, thanks, Art. I hear the passion. I hear it over the airwaves. Like, it's hard to bench a guy like Dylan Hopkins right now because if you want a little perspective, he's the best one we've had in a long time. Yep. He's significantly better than any guy we've had in years. And while they're not turning the corner immediately, and winning football games, especially winnable ones, where they should have. I mean, that win total should be at least two more this year, maybe three. You can make a really good argument for that. Well, and, and but I, Dylan Hopkins is lights, leaps, and bounds yeah. ahead of any guy we've had behind center here for a while. Well, and it's not a unique narrative from fan base to say, put in the freshman, put in the backup, put in the yeah. whatever. That's not unique. And Dampier, I think, can be a guy one year. Sure. Is it this year? It's not. You know what three interceptions does to Dylan Hopkins last Saturday? Not so much that he can't play this upcoming Saturday. Right. You have a freshman getting that same pressure with the same talent around him, with the same execution and play calling and all those things. Dampier throws three interceptions. You don't get to prepare for next week the way you do with Dylan Hopkins. Mm -hmm. You have to have leadership. And in in my opinion, that position, you got to have veterans. Because this isn't, and no offense to Devin Dampier, I don't know him well. I don't. Sure. But he's not, and this is, again, not to be crucial, 
He's not the blue chip, number one, surefire, can't miss prospect in the country coming in. He's a really good dual threat guy out of Scottsdale. He's going to play really well when that time comes. Not quite here yet. Not quite here yet. It will be. I agree. I mean, I think Dylan Hopkins is the best option for the Lobos. A couple more better decisions throughout the season. It's a big difference. A couple more uh, better reads. A couple more better progressions mm-hmm. through his options. Could be a different season. Well, and you want to talk about wins? Devin Dampier is the win. Three-star quarterback. Pretty good. He got offers from um, NAU. That's in his backyard. He got offers from Nevada. That's in the conference. He got offers from Arizona. That's formerly the Pac-10, now the Tupac. Mm-hmm. He's going to Mexico. That's a big deal. That's winning. That's winning recruiting. Those are good programs. And it's, I mean, it sucks that we haven't got consistent halves from this football team. Mm-hmm. But it's the right direction, I promise you. Promise you. Hey, Marie, I'm all screwed up on the break schedules. You bring us back whenever you need to. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Well, here's my credence, finally. You're welcome, Dan. You're day late. Van, the Fogarty boys were talented. That Creedence Clearwater Revival, those boys can play, Fred. You know John Fogarty, lead singer of Creedence Clearwater Revival? Never met him. Was sued for sounding too much like Creedence Clearwater Revival? By Creedence Clearwater Revival's label? Yep. Is number three. Ohio State, number one. Ohio State! Yeah, yeah, they're number one. They're number one. Yeah, they're number one. Took me a minute. But who? Florida State and Washington also undefeated. Bringing up the rear. Florida State ahead of Washington. Yeah. eh. Undefeated Washington Huskies on the outside looking in. Give them time. It'll probably be that way the whole time. No, it won't. Oregon, Texas, Alabama, Oklahoma, and Olay Miss. I don't know what that is. Michigan Spanish thing. So what will end up happening is Michigan will lose to Ohio State, and then that will knock them out, and that will put Washington in. So the season will end Georgia, Ohio State, Florida State, Washington. Washington's probably going to lose sometime, right? No. They already beat Oregon. Yeah. Have Have they also beat USC and UCLA? Their next three games are against ranked opponents in USC, Utah, and Oregon State. And then they wrap up with the Apple Cup against Washington State. They'll win all those games, all ranked opponents. Again, the loser of Michigan-Ohio State at the end of the year, that's the one that knocks one of them out. Mm-hmm. So that's what you end up with. Washington's got a hard road to hoe. Florida State's got nothing to worry about moving forward. Georgia as well. When did that division turn into a joke? What happened to Clemson? They graduated all their good players. That's a good one, yeah. They didn't buy any new ones. They forgot to buy new ones. Whoopsie. Watch Alabama sneak back in in the last week. Watch one loss Alabama sneak in this mother. Play by play of the World Series whenever we get back. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. Sports Animal.
of a gun, so get to stepping. 